Hey y'all, you already know what it is, family. This is Dos Giddy Sangia, episode six. For all of the excitement that we've been having in this podcast so far, something that we haven't talked about quite as much is about how to bring all these ideas into your own life. And then for Andres, who is someone who currently still lives in a Spanish-speaking country, he still lives in Spain. But for those of us who do not anymore, or have never lived in a Spanish-speaking country, it can be a little bit more difficult to find a language partner. Or we at least think it can be a little bit difficult. And as Andres uh, is going to soon tell us, it doesn't have to be as complicated as, as we're all making it out. I think Andres is qualified to talk about this topic. Uh, he's a very social, outgoing person, as am I. But I, I always had a little bit of hesitation with making the first step towards meeting and talking to a new person. But anyway, I'm gonna pass it over to Andres. So Andres, uh, let's talk about how we can find language partners because that's what we've been saying is the absolute most important thing to be able to learn a language is to practice actually speaking that language with with somebody else. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, just I'm not going to go into like personal anecdotes too much, but it's it may be of some service and help to know that like I always felt really hesitant to and I just tried to allow that hesitation to be my beacon. Like to let it to show that, dude, there's some possibility here. You just don't want to fuck it up because that's going to feel like I ruined my opportunity. But there's so many people that you can talk with and we're going to give you, like, I will give you four concrete places from which you can obtain some kind of speaking partner, at least have, like, a really good chance to. And I've used all of these tactics. Yeah, so just right off the bat, this one is... Um, the easiest, I think. So we're going to start that way and progressively get harder. But um, using the, the website and the app Meetup. So you can download Meetup, and there's all variety of people looking to get together and do some type of activity, and a bunch of which are language learning. Or they aren't always language learning, but they'll revolve around Spanish. There'll be people that are aficionados and just really interested in either the language or a certain country. So you can like find people in Chicago that are building groups just to go and like do Colombian type traditional activities. Like Andres was saying, you don't necessarily only have to find groups that are meeting up to practice Spanish. You could find Spanish enthusiasts who want to maybe go play soccer or maybe want to go see a particular exhibit in a museum that's centered around South American cultures or, or other things. Right. So something related to that is, is a great way. So a different activity or a specific language activity also. Dude, it's so imperative that you broaden your scope when it comes to searching. So like learn how to search more appropriately. If you want to make a friend that speaks Spanish, perhaps don't only look for someone who's trying to find an English speaking Spanish interested person like yourself, but actually in the search, use Spanish words of oh. activities that you like, and you'll find like a group that's uh, a weekly reading group, and they're reading a book in Spanish, and they gather and they discuss this topic. You are going to be bombarded with chances to express your opinion, learn new vocabulary, and actually have some kind of um, like 
inspiration to read an entire book in the foreign language. Absolutely. Like, I'm almost going to suggest that at first to go in a bigger group because that's less personal pressure to be totally on the whole time. That pressure is dissolved when it comes to being in a group setting. But okay. if you do this, then you can find somebody a little bit more easily and possibly form your own little intercopy. Absolutely, from, from that bigger group, it would be so much easier when you maybe already know the people, not maybe not super well, but at least by face or by name, to then go and approach one person rather than just asking a random person off the street. Um, the next one that I have to say is, um, and like I was saying earlier, this is an extension, or me expounding on the first point with just a bit more specificity. And it's something that I also did. And Love I took that. salsa and bachata classes downtown. When I was living in downtown Indianapolis, I thought that it would be cool to be able to go to like Latin dance clubs and tear it up a little bit in some loafers and look like a fly white guy that can speak a bit of Spanish, right? Like this was an image I had in my head. It's silly, sure, but it's like Saturday fever with Latin vibe and I wanted it. So Dude, I oh my God, hold on. Can we all pause and just take a mental image of Andres <laughs> in a fucking leisure suit and just boogieing down, uh, maybe giving him an afro? <laughs> Nice. Okay, I just needed I just needed that real quick. I'm sorry. I needed that needed that mental image yeah, real quick. Dude, I, the only reason that happened is because I imagined it like over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went to these classes, and it turns out that there's tons of people that already spoke Spanish. So many opportunities surfaced from doing something that wasn't actually aimed at languages in the first place. Mm -hmm. But that's why I'm telling you because you might not think that going to a salsa class um, would be like an in, but it absolutely is. You're going, it's a healthy activity, it's fun. You have to like use coordination in a different part of your brain. You get to dance with fun partners and meet people. And then in the event that you're trying to learn Spanish, there's going to be people there that you can connect with and you're gonna have a lot of time to be across from them. And so you get a lot of, FaceTime, so to speak, and it's really easy to ask them if one day after class or some afternoon they would care to do a language exchange and just and try to improve their English. Point three is the hardest, and it's not actually hard, it's just the most awkward, and it's because it's almost confrontational, or it can feel that way to some people, but I've done this before, and it's never been bad, but it's literally just going to a Mexican restaurant, and if it so demands have a couple of beers or pitchers or whatever you need um ask ask probably not your waiter unless you're like fortunate enough to have a waiter that's like in the process of learning english and then they keep on walking your table so you can't ask them just you know try to try to do it in such a way that they don't think that you're condescending you know like they need help with english mm. Fortunately, I've had enough encounters to where I'm like, at this point, if I see someone that I want to talk to, I feel like I'm just such a freaking twat if I let my, my butterflies get the best of me. So, but before I, that would happen and I didn't, I want people to like have a strategy. So I think it could be easier to actually talk to your waitress if they speak really good English and go, would you mind like getting one of the cooks or talking, I saw you speaking Spanish with that person. 
Would it be a big deal if I spoke with them for a second? And then, like, if they say no, all good. You're off the hook. And if they say yes, dude, you have, like, a link. They're going to walk back there and basically, like, have granted permission and bring them out. And you have, like, it's not so confrontational in the sense that you walk up to them, tap them on the shoulder and go, I've got a proposition for you. I've got it. I've got it. (laughs) For this one... Another thing, making it the hardest, is I would recommend doing all this already in Spanish. And I think that is to give, like, the cook a little bit of comfort. You know, like, don't come off too harsh. And also, we can make things more complicated than they need to be. Like, we'll dance around the bush and, and like, not say very directly what you want to say. So if you use Spanish, you will be limited to being, like, I want to learn more Spanish. Oh, because you have to be more direct. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. The very fact that you're not quite as fluent makes you say your point a little bit more directly. I have even more clearly. You can't use like silly metaphors. You can't imply things so much. You have to say like what you want and then the other person would understand you. And I guarantee you that if you tried to say the same thing in English, You'd add a whole bunch of fluff, and the other guy listening would stand there going, what, what? Do, you, what do you want from me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Be willing to at least consider uh, having an exchange or an intercambio with other, like, Americans or wherever you're at, people of all levels, because it can be super helpful just to rehash topics and, like, be the one. If you're the better of the two, but the focus is still Spanish, like— my best example is, is Mike. So Mike lived two years in Spain while I was back in the States, and his fluency skyrocketed over that juncture. And so I was hanging out with an American that was teaching me a ton of Spanish. And then you probably just refined your Spanish by way of being yourself and talking so damn much, but having me as like a sounding board and you just practically got like a three hour invitation to rant in this language. <laughs> I'm telling you, every every opportunity you have to speak and practice Spanish will be will be quite useful. I'm totally in agreement, man. That's that's my last point. That's something like to take home. Just just talk with everybody, I guess. And even if you're the better of them, you're going to have someone that's listening to you and then they're going to ask a lot of questions and you can, uh, again, like training, you can figure out where your weak points are. If you can't explain something, you're probably not so good at it. Go back and refresh. So everybody, we hope that you enjoyed some of these um, actionable steps to procure a language-speaking partner and even at, at the best of which form some serious friendships. These things can grow beyond just what it initially is intended for. Just to, uh, to summarize, talk to everybody. Don't be shy and possibly try new experiences as a whole without the language being the focus. For instance, dance, bachata, salsa. These things helped me a lot, believe it or not. And finally, this is the easiest, remember? Use that Meetup app. 
So, yeah, that was it so for today. I mean, I've got nothing more to add. Uh, Andres killed it today with the actionable steps. I think that's something that's extremely important for as fun as this is for us to just talk about Spanish. We actually have to bring it back to things that everyone can do in their own lives if they really do want to improve. And I feel like today was a really good step towards that direction. Anyway, como siempre, pasta y huevos, gente. Y chao, bacalao.